Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is going on? My name is Justin. Yes, this is me. It's me. I'm just dealing with some throat, it's cold issues. I was out like sick Monday, Tuesday. It's been awful. I feel like dog turd, but it is what it is. I appreciate you allowing me to enter your ear holes and tickle your brain with a little bit of information, a little bit of knowledge, and even some motivation that will hopefully help you reach and exceed your sales goal. And that's where I'm going to end it right there. Follow me on social media. You know all the handles, but I got a special treat for you today because one, I'm dealing with some throat stuff. I can't talk. So I was actually able to get the audio uh, from the interview that I sat down with Mike Antonellis from his podcast, Behind the Mic. It was a fun interview, and actually that's what we're going to listen to today. It's an interview. It's more in-depth about me. We talk about some fun things. We talk about why I started the podcast, some motivation, and just kind of kick around some ideas. It's from a few weeks ago, so some things might be kind of out of the ordinary, but it is what it is. It's a fun. So I encourage you, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to uh, Behind the Mic. It's one of my good friends, Mike Antonellis. He does a phenomenal job, and um, it's all gravy. But make sure you like, subscribe, and comment to wherever you listen to it. Follow me on social media. But without further ado, I'm going to take my voice and just beat it, make like a tree and leave. So enjoy. I'm going to see you next week. All right. So I've known Justin since 2014. You came in, we worked together, but I, I feel like I don't really know you. Isn't that weird? Even though, I mean, I know you know you, but I, but I, do I really know you know you? You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we're work friends. That's true. We know each other a little bit out of that. I think so. I think so. Uh, I like to be like kind of mysterious, like Austin Powers a little bit. I, I try to be. So if you listen to the first episode, and we won't, we'll make people go back, Justin inspired me to do the podcast. What inspired you to do the Sports Sales and Coffee, which is a, Terrific uh, music bed. Whoever invented that for you? The, oh, oh, the intro. The intro. Like the intro. So, so that was actually my uh, my uh, my. Why well, I don't know. I can't think of it right now. It's my brother, uh, stepbrother. Nope, it's not my stepbrother. Brother-in-law. There it is. Brother-in-law. Brandon. Uh, we were having a couple beers and we were joking around, and I was already on like episode four, and he's very talented at music, and I I think just shooting it i was like yo you should make me a theme song and he kind of chuckled i kind of chuckled and then we just didn't really talk about it again and then he was like hey man i did it this is what it is and i was like this is phenomenal and i loved it so it was kind of over a few beers that's how i got a theme song in the podcast is it just because it podcasts have kind of gone crazy now and everyone's doing them but you still have to want to do it oh yeah you know i want to do it so going back to how i started it was i actually started because i was i was mad 
and I was yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we ever talked about this. I was actually I was actually angry. I think that's some of the time that's some of the the best things that come of it uh, is when you're upset. So working here, I just had a, an itch to do something more. And I remember where I was. I uh, was at an indoor water park with my family. And we stayed over it afterwards, like in a hotel. And the kids went to bed. And my fiance went to bed. And I was still up. And I remember I, I had a beer. And I opened my laptop. And I started writing. And I'm not a very good writer. I'm not a good writer at all. And so I somehow put a bunch of words together and created this, like, cold calling meeting, like, manual or like outline of like how to do it and i remember you read i sent it to you yep. you're actually the first person i sent it to because i oh, wow. you know I, I wanted you to read over and you came back you're like yeah this makes sense and i can read it and i was like good <laughs> like check that I box decoded the justin yeah yeah yes so uh what happened is is i kind of put myself out there and i sent it out to everyone um about it and nobody read it mm. and it <laughs> pissed me off and i got mad because i put myself out there so just being spiteful, I was like, well, if no one wants my good ideas, I'll just give them out for free and we'll see where it goes. And that's how episode one started of yeah. cold calling. So I, you know, being in here with you all the time, I mean, I see you sell and, and the things that you put out there are, I, I, I told you this last week because I think you make sales fun. I enjoy the, the, the gatekeeper thing. I, I keep saying this over and over to Justin, the gatekeeper is not your friend. This is a sales thing, but I like it. But sales people are afraid of salespeople. I think sometimes because they say, "Oh, he's too salesy." But you're, you make it fun. I try, and I think it's because of my failures. Yeah. Of and I kind of got to the the point where you have to be yourself. You almost have to have a little bit more confidence. You have to, and if you don't have the confidence, you have to fake it until you make it. And I don't like that phrase so much, but in confidence, you have to kind of tell yourself that you're the best, even if you're not, and kind of have it grow. And I think people, when they think of salesmen, they think of that used car salesman where when you buy the car and you drive off the lot, the tires fall off and the salesman's like, you signed, man. Good luck. And and that's what I think people get from sales. But it's changing. And if you're yourself and you're funny or if you're awkward and it's – Anyone can sell. It's a mindset. That's how I feel. No, I agree with you. I did sales uh, when I first got into baseball and I would go to all these trainings and I always was just – you know. I just try to be myself because I'm like, if I fake it this or lie to this person, they're going to know. So why has sales training not been a big part to be yourself? Is there a fear that that won't work, that you have to use tactics? There's, I know there's tactics, but I think we leave that out. Just be normal. Yeah. I think that it's how I always, uh, you know, phrase it as that it's a framework and you know, you have to build the foundation. The foundation is you want to ask questions. You want to um, you want to find pain, you want to present well, you want to close, you want to ask these questions. But the middle stuff needs to be you. And you need yeah. to be authentic. And I think why social media has been very well, and I think one of the things is why like TikTok is, is blowing up. And I'm actually not on TikTok, and I, I should be because uh, I'm hilarious. <laughs> but uh, it's like it's just – it's authentic. It's you. Yeah. It's like it's broken down. It's not so much of like, look at these fancy PowerPoints, look at this fancy graphic, look at this. It's it, it's very kind of, you've humanized it where I think we haven't been very humanized lately where everything needs to be so, you know, cookie cutter. And when you're yourself and you can laugh and you can smile, and you can show general interest, it's going to grab someone's attention. It's going to put you in a position to win that business rather than just being the same guy. Yeah. And also what I never realized is – if you're an owner of a company or a GM, someone makes decisions, 
you have so many calls of people trying to sell you stuff. Oh, definitely. For me to try to cut through that noise, selling sports, where it's not a need, it's a want, you almost have to kind of do a little bit more. And, like, just being yourself is going to help you out more because you're more authentic. Yeah. It's better than selling vacuums, right? Oh, yeah. Why does everybody always say, when they use an example of a sales job, they say vacuums? Have you noticed that? That's better than selling vacuums, yeah. I mean, because I think going door to door to someone's house is probably terrible. And it sucks, right? The vacuum. <laughs> it does suck. I mean, it's. I would never want to do that. I could never go to someone's door to door. I used to go outside sales and like selling to companies, and I, I love that. But going to someone's house, when I get someone to come to my house, I try to be as nice as possible because I, I know what they're going through. Oh, yeah. But there's it. But also, I had this one that they, she, I mean, she stopped by and she was like very aggressive. And I remember I, I was holding my dog by his collar because he like was barking a lot. And I had my like infant son in my arms and she like wanted to make a pitch for me. And I was polite, like, no, you know, it's not my time. And she's like, no, 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 I get it, but I can save you. And I was like, no, 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 read the room. Yeah. I'm holding yeah. my dog. I have an infant kid in my, like, he's crying. Like, it's not the right no. time. But they're cutthroat, so they, that's what they have to do. And then I wouldn't do that because they'd get their – I didn't slam the door in her face. I gently guided it yeah. to be closed. And I said, yeah. thank, you, thank, you, thank you, and then just walked away. But I was hoping you said the dog attacked the, the salesperson. That would have been no, That would have no. been a good story. Yeah, that wasn't a very good story. No. But I found $20 afterwards. Ah, there, there, so, yeah. therefore. Um, you know what I like is that uh, you're not a huge baseball guy. I think that's a good thing. I mean, you like baseball, but your passion's basketball. But I think that's good, though, because I notice that sometimes I overanalyze things that I know a lot. Things you don't know, you're better at. I don't know. Yeah, so I actually had a – and it made sense because that's why when when I started here, I was a little nervous because I don't like baseball. I can't score it. I don't know any of the players. Um, There's actually a really funny story where – uh, opening day last year, you know, Pomerantz was the starter yeah. and I was down in the area trying to like get some stuff ready. And this guy, two guys walked in and they're carrying bags and they asked me what the clubhouse was. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, do you want me to hold one of your bags? And he's like, no, I got it. And we're walking to the clubhouse and I'm talking to this guy and I'm like, yeah, you know, and he's like, how are tickets tonight? And I'm like, oh, it's sell out. It's, you know, it's our opening day. It's really pumped. It's really fun. And I almost said, because, oh, because we got Drew Pomerantz pitching. <laughs> and I'm lucky I didn't because it was Drew Pomerantz who I was talking to. I had no idea. But I bet he would have been all right with that because everyone does know who he is. So maybe, yeah. It, it, it could have been. You just traded it. And I, I think I just kind of laughed at it. And I, yeah. I told some people, and they're like, you're an idiot. I go, yeah, I don't know who anyone is. But I think that's a benefit because I, I do kind of cut through the BS of, why wouldn't you want to be here? Baseball is so great. It's just. No, I understand. I see from the outside perspective. Yeah. I sell more of the experience rather than the team itself. So yeah. it's kind of it's I, good. I think it's good. I mean, for gamblers, like I do a lot of uh, gambling. No. With, uh, yeah. And no. I seem to struggle more in the sports I know. So It's weird. So, I mean, you're heavy into the WNBA. Yeah. And E-League. It, and- all that. Yeah, I have more winnings with that. Now, you're a Maine guy, right? Born and bred? Yeah. So I don't even know like where you lived growing up. Or? I grew up, uh, grew up in Brunswick, Maine. Uh, I was born and raised. Right there. Uh, I grew up kind of right. Walked to school every day. I have uh, uh, an older brother, two younger sisters. Yeah. Um, yeah just got, got that middle child syndrome in, in me too. So, so what, is a middle, what is a middle child syndrome? Well, you know, mom loves the oldest because he's the newest. And then mom loves the baby because 
it's the baby, and then the middle child kind of gets you know kicked to the corner. Yeah, classic. Yeah, classic. The golden boy, golden. Yeah. yeah. Still, my sister still calls me the golden boy. Yeah. That's right. You're the golden boy. You can kind of do nothing wrong. Yeah. You, you, oh, yeah. But also, the, all this always kind of paves the way. We always had this kind of this, this joke where we could never have sugar cereal growing up. My mom like would never let us. Yeah. Um, so my brother kind of had to break that down. And then for me, it was kind of like a little bit loosened. Like we were able to get like frosted mini wheats. And then when my sister, like when I was at housemate, she was getting fruity pebbles and like oh, yeah. and fruit loops and whatever she wanted. She was the baby. She was the last one. Yeah. So it was like the empty nest situation. So when, when did you did you break through and have sugar cereal at some point? Oh, what uh, was your first first one? I gotta say, we used to always be able to get a birthday cereal. Oh really? Yeah, it was one box. It was yours. You didn't have to share it. Um, because food in my house growing up was, I mean, it was aggressive. If you didn't get what you wanted on Sunday when mom went shopping, you didn't get it. Yeah. It was just, the Starburst was gone. We got one bag. It was gone. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would be always a big fan of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and also original Captain Crunch. Oh, yeah. Get the Crunch Berries out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Throw them out. I'm not a big mar- marshmallow guy either. So I never got marshmallow cereal. Junk. And you can at me if you want. I don't care. No, I don't like. I'm trying to think. What is a marshmallow? Like Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, but wasn't there another one? Uh, Lucky Charms was the big one, but they always felt like they always had these like little marshmallows. But they're yeah. always like dehydrated, and then they were like weird, and they were like chalky, and, yeah. and like people loved them. And like my son likes them, and I'm like, I'm not like disappointed in them, but yeah, I'm not. I was a big Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah. They got too soggy for me. Yeah, like, real quick, like, the milk hit it, and it was, like, instantly soggy. Yeah. And you can't put a little bit in and then, like, go no. back. You ain't got time for that. I, th- I used to have three or four bowls of cereal at some time, at, at least. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. I could kill a whole box, probably, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the kiddos, I mean, you know how I feel about them. They're oh, amazing. They're yeah. Yeah. They're it, What's that like the first day you, you meet your son? Uh, it was, it's, it's very emotional because yeah. it, it's when you look at it, it's the greatest thing you've ever done. In in my eyes, and then to see them kind of grow, and, and for the first time, I think the big the big thing is is, is going from you know I've always enjoyed kids, I always like kids, yeah. and you know I like used to hold like I like holding babies and playing with little kids, but the time I remember it happened was there was one time he was very young, we we're up at my mom's, and he kind of starts crying while my mom's holding him, and I was in my head I'm like ah that stinks, you gotta go back to the parents, and I was like oh wait that's me now. <laughs> I got to get the crying baby. This is yeah. now my problem. Yeah. But uh, it's good. It's fun. It's uh, you got to have a you got to have a good relationship with them. Yeah, I think so. So, what are your long term goals? My lo- long-term yeah. goals? What do you want to ultimately do? I don't know. I mean, people say I look a lot like Denzel Washington, yeah. uh, or or maybe like John Cena. So it's uh, I don't know. I, the sales stand up. The sales stand. I'm not that funny. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that funny. Um, I can do dad jokes. Yeah. That's all I can do. But uh, I don't know what my long term goals are. I go, I, I go day, I go day by day. Uh, I have fun with the podcast. I have fun here. I really enjoy sales. I think I, I'll always, I'll always stay in sales because I enjoy it. It's very competitive, and um, I think you know I grew, I played sports growing up, so I like the competitiveness. Yeah. Um, and I remember there was one quote I always heard, uh, the movie Boiler Room. Have you seen Boiler Room? Oh, love it. Boiler Room's great. And it was Ben Affleck, and when he goes, when he's, he's talking to the guy, I forget the guy, the actor's name, but he's very good, and he's like, every every time a call is made, a sale is made. Either you sell them, yeah. or they sell you on the idea that they don't need your product. So now I feel like that, so Glengarry 
Glenn Ross. Yep. yep. And that movie, and then Wolf on Wall Street. Is it Wolf on Wall Street? No. Yep. So those come across as like maybe glamorized salespeople. Oh, but yeah. but salespeople should watch those movies because I think that's good tips, even though they make it kind of funny. Yeah. But I, I think that you can get something from that. Oh, I, I think you can get the confidence out of it. And yeah. that's the big thing I push is – is it's it's all in your mindset. And you don't it, want to sell the way they did. They did it illegally. But they did it illegally, and there was there was a uh, Wolf Wall Street. There was a lot of drugs. Yeah. There there was a there was a, there was a lot of ladies of the night. Yes. I mean, it was a very aggressive movie. And I want to be on. And I've I saw like a little documentary of the guy who's like the real Wolf yeah. Wall Street. And I want to be like, how true is that movie? Because yeah. that is. A, Who knows? He could be selling the directors, right? You know, I mean, like. To me, I mean, it's an amazing, to me, it's an amazing story of, oh, yeah. of this guy created it, went through, and I also love like the first scene where he sells those penny stock yeah. for like five grand. The guy's like, "You're not gonna do that." And he yeah. does it. It's like, oh my god, yeah, like, yeah. it's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the question was. I go on tangents. Yeah, what did I ask? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I asked. Classic me, yeah. just just no, no. classic me too. <laughs> what I'm excited for for you, you're getting older, not as old as I am, but you're gonna live through change yep and it's cool because I, I like what's going on now i think that there's there's way too much focus on negative stuff now there's social media is good all the things that we can do now i mean i can tell you from not having all these things i'd rather yeah. live now oh yeah absolutely you know? I, I mean i think it's some put in the, of you know if you're born in the 80s you live through the 90s you kind of understand what the world without technology yeah. and then how you, you kind of seen with technology and i think technology is great i think social media is is awesome i think the one thing it's people can on especially on Twitter. I feel like you get Twitter muscles. Oh yeah, I hate that. You know how I feel. Oh yeah, no. I, I think it's it's. I always laugh at him, and I never really respond because it just. I, I I grew up. If, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say yeah. it. But also, if you believe in something, if you believe in something, you should you should voice it. So I'm kind of like in the middle. I don't really do it just because it's. I don't have problems with opinions. I'm I'm more on the tro- like trolls. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't care if people say something outlandish about a sports take, but when it's kind of on purpose, just to get yeah, I, I, I don't think know. It's in, in it's the, case by case, really, with it me. It is, yeah. and also it's like the saying of like the squeakiest, you know, the squeakiest gear gets the oil, the squeakiest yeah. wheel gets the oil. It's a lot of people believe it's, it's because it's showing up on your Facebook feed that, that that's what everyone thinks exactly, and that's not always true. There's a lot of people that like or older or younger or just don't want to voice their, their opinions or they, you know, they don't want to put themselves out there because they don't want to have the negativity come back at them. And like, I don't, I don't ever want to get in like a Twitter beef with someone. No. I mean, it just, if it's a funny thing about sports where it, it doesn't mean anything, like I might jump into here and there just to kind of, you know, have some fun with it. But I mean, I'm never jumping in that arena in like politics or like no. law or anything like that. Cause you're not going to change anyone's mind. No, you're not going to, um, you're just not. You're just, you're almost kind of wasting your breath because I don't think anyone in the in the history of the world has read a tweet and been like, "Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely." Like like when someone's being not like it's an informational one, but when someone's being super negative and calling like that person names, and then they're just like, "You're right, sir." Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am gonna do that now. I, I wonder if I mean I don't think a lot of tweets people really believe what they say. I think they do it on purpose. Yeah. But I, th- you know, I would be interested to see the age of trolls, because your generation is kind of used to connecting with famous people. We could like, yeah. this is the first time that 
So I wonder if like a lot of trolls are my, you know, 40 and older because you can actually speak you can say something to a celebrity now where you could never now you're kind of close to them. Yeah. For the first time ever. So I wonder if like your kids won't to them they're going to see they're going to grow up with celebrities on YouTube or they're not going to care. Yeah, no. Yeah, for us it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. I got I got a like one time from Paul Pierce and yeah. I was I was so pumped. It was my my buddy was making fun of him and I like you know, and I defended Paul Pierce. I was like, no, nah, man, he's the because Paul Pierce is my favorite basketball player. I know he's not the greatest of all time, but I grew up on Celtics basketball, and I grew up on Paul Pierce. And I remember, like, it was my my best friend growing up. Was he always hated Paul Pierce because I always loved him. It was yeah. just, he was my best friend. Like that's what we do. And uh, I defended him, and Paul Pierce actually liked it. And I was, I mean, for the the hour afterwards, I was like on cloud nine. Oh, and I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, um, to Paul Pierce, it was nothing, like zero. To me, it was it was like, yo, that's like that tweet. That's pretty. It's pretty he's dope. Just sitting around drinking some crystal and goes, watch this. I'm gonna make this guy's. He sir, he might have, and um, which I mean, is now, now we're best friends. Yeah, me and Paul Pierce. Um, we're probably gonna vacation later. He hasn't responded to my DMs, but I just keep DMing him. I'm just gonna keep sliding in there until you got a 34 tattooed on you. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna wear him down. Oh yeah, yeah. So I got a, a like from Mario Lopez. No, from, about the bell? because I was in at Universal Studios, and I went. He shoots his show there. The ET one. Yeah, and I didn't know that until I was. Okay. I walked in, and somebody said, "Hey, you should." They were shooting that show. They like people to sit behind, and there was no one there, so I did, I sat there for an hour, and Catherine Heigl was the guest. That's awesome. I took all these photos and I tweeted at him that and, he did a nice job. You know, yeah, good interview, and he liked it, and I was like. Yeah, I'll have to find it and show you. That's awesome. I was so excited, yeah. <laughs> because he seemed like a nice guy. He does seem like a nice guy. Except, I mean, the fight between A.C. Slater and Zach Morris, if yeah. you look back on it, A.C. Slater was a wrestler. Yeah. And he couldn't even beat up Zach Morris, who didn't play any, any sports. And, like, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. But that fight was probably the worst 80s fight of all time. That show is it's amazing how. Have you seen the, um, the Zach Morris's Trash? No, it's some. Uh, it's not. Uh, it might be from College Humor. Somebody goes back and um, uh, he goes through. And if you have, if you want to laugh, it's, it's very funny. He goes back and looks at all the plot holes and yeah. talks about how bad Zach Morris of a person he is. Oh, of like in the character of that, hey, he's just so self centered, and it's hilarious of that when you when you really break it down, the things that he was doing. When you're like, wow, man, you're a psychopath. You know, I think so. I saw somebody do this with an old Different Strokes episode when I watched, and the 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 dialogue of the characters. It's they were making innuendos about the issues, really? and the, the issue was about like this guy was like taking little boys into a back room of his bike place, and the, he was the dialogue though was like, and the guys like listen to the dialogue. He, they're they're making like almost jokes about it, and I was like horrified by this. Really? Yeah, I'll have to send it oh, to you. You wouldn't yeah, believe yeah. it. But it's the same kind of yeah. where they go back and they play clips. <laughs> just, yeah. 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 When you look in the past, this is some things that are not going to be okay. I used to hear that when I was younger that there are certain movies or there's music or things that don't t- stand the test of time. And it's it's weird that that happens. So the funny thing about the test of time, and I actually thought about this the other day driving around because I have uh, – um, I got like a free preview of Sirius XM. I know you have Sirius. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and the – I am up. There's three channels I listen to. It's 90s, Pop 2K, and there's like a hip hop station of 90s and 2000s. Like, right? 
47, fly. Fly is the best. So I'm riding around with my kids, and they're five and three, and a song comes out. I'm pretty sure it was like a, um, it was Notorious B.I.G., and I'm like, yeah! And I haven't heard it in a while, and I like turn it up, and then the next song comes on, and it's another like banger from the 90s, awesome. and, and I'm so pumped. And my son, Grayson, is just like, can we listen to something different? And it clicked that this is what happened, like, when our parents were like, oh, man, I loved, yeah. you know, like, I grew up on Phil Collins. My dad loved Phil Collins. And, like, I like Phil Collins now, but back then I was like, no, let's play something different. Yeah. So now I wonder, <laughs> like, Grayson, my son, is going to go and be like, yo, this Notorious B.I.G. and this, this Jay-Z character is great. Yeah. Like, to his friends. Oh, yeah, they won't. It, and, he'll be, and they'll be like, no, I mean, he's trash. I like, you know. I see that with movies we watch in the bus, like classics, and the guys hate it. Or you know, we watched Beavis and Butthead one year, and they're like, "This isn't funny." I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> These two nerds are not funny." Yeah. By the way, I said, I said that that channel's my joint. I, I got to delete that part off the podcast. No, 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 it's awful. Because I agree with you. Yeah. No. I agree. No, no. You're right, though. That is so. That's a weird. Um, I also can't stand when people and uh, forgive me for this. I can't stand when we talk about players in sports. And we say, well, if he played now, he. Oh yeah. Well, well, let's let's just settle this. If Will Chamberlain was living now, he would be growing up now, yeah. so he might even be better, right? Yeah, I, I know I, what people are. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think that's right. I think it was Daniel Tosh who said it one time of of like, of like, oh, Babe Ruth, considered one of the, one of the you know greatest hitters of all time, <laughs> and his joke was like. You think he could he could get a hit off CC Sabathia throwing junk balls at him? Yeah. Not a chance. He'd go down swinging yeah. uh, one, two, three, and that's because my baseball knowledge is so high. Yes. Um, but I think that that debate of who's better, who's the goat. I also think goat gets thrown around way too often. Um, there was I remember the, uh, what was it? There was a player the other day, and they put like the goat symbol to him, and I was like, "You've been in the league for for two years. Yeah. Like slow it down. Like yeah. you're phenomenal, but slow it down. Like." You're not the goat, pal. Like, yeah, it, I think sports like changes like we do, and we have a harder time with it. Yeah, you know, like basketball is tough for some people to watch now, but if you didn't grow up watching it, like you didn't see a lot of the, and I didn't see the '50s, and that's all I hear about was how good Bill Russell and yeah. Will Chamberlain are. It, so it, it is very funny, and how the game changed well, too. Game change, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if Steph Curry played back then, I mean, he's not taking you no. know half court jumpers. And now what I love about basketball is that's actually looked at as a good shot. Like, like I, I'm a big Celtics guy, but I love watching the league, and I'm a big point guard fan. So Damian Lillard, to me, is yeah, – I think really doesn't good. get a lot of good credit. And he pulls up from, like, way beyond 3-3. Three, three, yeah. And it's just – and now, I mean, five years ago, you, he would have been criticized for taking that shot and how it was stupid and selfish. And now it's like, yeah, he was open. Well, Great. practice it, right? You got practice yeah. more, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think baseball is better now. We're, yeah. I, I don't think it was as good. I've watched older games, and I mean, it's, just, it's different. I mean, these guys are just... Now, what do you think makes it better? They're just better athletes. Better, okay. Yeah, so, like, I think there's little things I'll see guys do, like a shortstop will go in the hole, backhand it now, and they just throw it for us like it's... They're uh, 10 feet. Well, who's the uh, – Back in the day, there was more effort. Now, there's, it looks like there's no effort for – Well, who's the guy? Is he, is he from uh, Colorado who plays really, really deep at third base? Or, yeah, Arenado. He's but, a, yeah. He, like, plays like, almost to the grass. Yeah. And he still throws people out at first. Like, and people are – like, he's got incredible arm strength. Yeah. But you he probably – He does a drill in, in pregames where he stands on his knee, like, 10 feet behind him. 
I saw that with Alex Rodriguez. They were talking about yeah, it. It was yeah. it was phenomenal. I think Alex Rodriguez was great. Me too. Um, I think he's a. I mean, he found his his role in a commentator. I think he's very intelligent. He's yeah, great. We also need to like move on from things. Like I get he. Yeah. You know, we forget. He was young and sure he did he stuff. He doesn't slap anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, he did, we know he did probably steroids, but I think like at some point we need to, Yeah, I mean, we, we hold grudges with guys, but I like him. Yeah. I, He's I, a good business I, I guy. He, I'm not a baseball guy, but when he does, um, when him and Frank Thomas yeah. and uh, like they are, when they just, and you can tell it's off script, they just talk. Yeah. It's very, very, you know, I get captivated by it because I think it, it, it's really intelligent. It's a great conversation between some really good people, and you're just like, I mean, it draws you in. Yeah, and I've read things about him. He didn't grow up like the best childhood, and no. I think it affected him, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. just because he's good and famous doesn't mean that yeah. off the field can't. But I think he's yeah. found a good good uh, wife there in J-Lo. They'll be a perfect couple. I think they are. And, all, and all, also, not to get on a tangent about J-Lo, because... I mean, that she was hitting her, she, she not that she's not she's still at her peak, which is amazing. Yeah. But she was really coming in like famous when I was you know yeah. see, you know when when her album first came out came out and all that stuff. And I remember remembers the green dress oh, of yeah. just it was incredible. But um, but Alex Rodriguez his podcast on Barstool the Corp is great. It is. It is very business minded. I think it's great. If you haven't listened to it, I, I think it's 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 worth the listen. Um, it's funny and they bring in some stuff and yeah. And he does a show where he goes in and helps people on their budgets. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. It's really good. good. I think it's like with more celebrities that have fallen. He, he, I think he, I saw one where he was talking to a snowboarder or it was an, it was a different sport and he was bankrupt and Alex went in and said, well, why are you spending 900 a month on cars? Like that's dumb. It's dumb. We wrote, he wrote out a budget for them and it was really like, he was really on them. Which I liked. I mean, he's like, you, you can't live this way. Like, I think the sad thing is now uh, is that a lot of people are in that boat. Not that you're buying like all these cars, but I don't think we're taught too much about budgets. I mean, oh. I'm not in school. I mean, it's almost like no. you're going to figure it out. And it's tough to figure out because you're like, wait, I got X coming in. I'm going to spend Y when you're not, you know, your bills. It's just, it's just sometimes you're not set up for success. Budgets, relationships, and how to eat should be taught in schools. Well, I mean, if if people are not great at those, yeah. and we have no idea what we're doing, especially as men, right? It's we have no clue. Zero, yeah. zero. I got lucky. I mean, yeah. how, how I how I found Brit was luckily uh, MySpace was around. Really? Is that how? <laughs> uh, you know, no, no, no. We worked together at a at a restaurant, and uh, it was snowing. And I remember, and I always thought she, I always thought she was pretty. Hope she doesn't listen listen to this. Doesn't be real embarrassed because I thought she was pretty. Still do beautiful um but it was snowing and i was gonna i was gonna she made a comment of like oh hey it'd be cool if you you know brushed off my car too and i was like that was a hint hey hey sure did and then and then i remember like we started talking on myspace like in the chat or maybe it wasn't myspace yeah was there anything before that no oh no i mean there's yahoo chat rooms and those those sir were Talk about the Wild West. Oh, yeah, AOL had some too. <laughs> no, that, no, okay, it wasn't MySpace. It was AOL. Uh, no, it wasn't AOL because that was towards the end. Maybe we connected on, on AOL eventually. But, um, yeah, but Yahoo chat rooms back in the day, man, were the Wild West. I'm sure, yeah. Did you ever go? On the, well, I know some of the topics were like. Oh, my. I think that's where trolls were born. Oh, I'm sure. Because no one, knows, no, no one knew who you were or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, my. I got a funny story about Yahoo chat. 
So, you know how, like, millions of people would do that? Yeah. So, I'm not going to name names, but one guy from my high school went on there and found another guy from our high school on there, and he was being very aggressive, and printed out his, <laughs> printed out his, his, like, profile, and, yeah. like, put it around school. So, he knew who he was, right? Yeah. Like, I feel bad about laughing at it now, because, like, right now it would be terrible, but back when you're 16, and I also, it was like, I was like, aggressive like yeah. it was like a very very aggressive move but i, w- I was always enamored, enamored by like the chance that you found someone in those because there would be hundreds of thousands of people yeah and I was, oh that's true yeah man. like to find someone that that you know oh my god yeah. is amazing. i i don't have i don't have a lot of time of yahoo chats we didn't have a computer but like if you ever had sleepovers and friends had one it'd be like that's where trolling was born. Well, I think of that too. Like, if anything, I post. Like, if somebody sees that in, in our office or friends, they're gonna, I'm gonna be killed. Like, I always worry with the players; they're gonna see something I do and they're gonna kill me. Yeah, yeah. I don't. PG. I want to get out of this. You're gonna see a whole new side of me. I can't wait. <laughs> so we'll just we'll wrap things up here too. Um, you're very. Mo- I, I like that you're very influenced by motivational speakers. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of clips on youtube of celebrities and it seems like they all kind of share the same like weaknesses which i think is good you know what I mean? it inspires us yeah i think i think with with motivation it's understanding your weakness and then not that it's like you have to be you change it but sometimes it we're, we're pushed more to like work on our weaknesses than play our strengths yeah like to instead why don't you just play your strengths better and and still work on your weaknesses but don't try to change your whole game don't try to change your whole your whole personality and who you are it's just you have strengths everyone has strengths everyone has weaknesses yeah. find out what your strengths are and go for it and it's just i think uh, another quote that i really like is that there's a million reasons not to do something yeah. and it's just you can always find a reason not to do something yeah. i had a bunch of reasons why not to start a podcast and it's not very successful i have fun with it it's it's good i'll keep yeah. doing it um but it's just there's a million reasons and a lot of the reasons are in your head of yeah. like it's it's only yourself it's only that, yeah. like i remember like i almost didn't want to post it because like for some reason in my head i was thinking of what happens if this guy from my high school listens he thinks it sucks and then he makes fun of it for it and then i kind of realized like why would i care because i have never ta- i haven't talked to that guy in years yeah why should I care if someone from my high school thinks it's stupid? Like, I don't talk to them anymore. We're just not very – we're not close. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like – If people are hating, they're jealous usually, right? And if they, if they hate, let them hate. Yeah. Like, it's uh, – I was actually really pumped that I got a negative uh, – I got – I have one negative rating on iTunes. And I was pumped about it. Yeah, it's good. I bet they're listening all the time. I was like, awesome. I was like yeah. – it didn't leave a comment. It was just I had a one star. I was like, sweet. Yeah. I was like, all right. I'm like yeah, that, that one star I marked went through, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, this was great, man. This one, ho- ho- hopefully, it was uh, you know, I don't know. We just kind of you know shoot the shit and go That's go around from did. there. We BS the best of them. We're 33 minutes. How about that? 33 minutes already? Yeah. Man, how many people you know stopped halfway and just didn't pick it back no, up? So you got this promotion time. Sports sales and coffees on all the. All the platforms are pushed through Anchor, so it's uh, Sports Sales and Coffee. Uh, also, at Sports Sales and Coffee on, on Instagram and Facebook, at SSC on uh, Twitter or LinkedIn, just Sports Sales and Coffee. We just kind of talk about some, some fun stuff. and uh, But as I say, we, it's more of me and your guest. Yes. Your guest. You're Great. actually yeah. the uh, second guest ever, yeah. episode 13. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. And I waited forever, you know? 
yeah, shocker. <laughs> not, not too much, man. This is season two. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pumped about it, but it's funny too uh, of of talking about the motivation. There's always reasons. If everyone's is like, you gotta have all the equipment. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. It's yeah. my first 25 episodes were were me with headphones that came with the iPhone and on voice memos. Like you shoot a movie on an iPhone. That's it. And for the first few episodes, this sounds really bad. I would put the headphones in and I'd be recording it while driving home. And I would just be talking. My mom was like, you need to stop. My my mom and stepfather. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I don't have time. Like it's, if there's a will, there's a way, just figure it out. Just go for it. Cause what's the worst that's going to happen? Car accident, insurance premiums. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. What's the worst? Yeah, that's bad death. Yeah. <laughs> not good. Hoping not to die anytime soon. That's a good story, though. But yeah. I wonder if I do die if I get in the Hall of Fame. That's what my thing. The okay. podcast Hall of Fame or just? Probably like this Hall of Fame. Oh, the CEDA? Yeah. 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 I wonder. I don't know if I'm there yet. Yeah, I'd vote for you. Would you? Yeah. Now that's one vote. Yeah. I actually got an uh, did, did, and I know we're just rambling here. I actually got a team MVP vote this year. Right? Someone wrote it in. Awesome. So pumped. And it wasn't me. It was a season ticket holder probably, right? <sighs> probably. I paid them a lot of money. Yeah. Like so I was really pushing that if they could release the, the list of votes just so Justin could you know have that one vote. Yeah. We should vote for everybody next year in the office. That, ooh. I like yeah. that idea. Because yeah, we can vote. Office MVP. Yeah. Hey, man. I appreciate you having me I on. I love you, bro. Hey, you know that. Hey, keep – I'm going to – last one. Keep doing this. I think it's great. I think it's a, it's a great podcast. Um, subscribe to everything Mike does. Stop in there. And there you have it. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, hopefully my voice is back next week and I'm back to just annoying you with my great voice. If not – Well, we'll figure something out. So follow me on social media. You know all the handles. And make sure you follow Behind the Mic, Mike Antonelli. It's a great podcast. I enjoy it. He gets some great interviews, and it's just it's really fun. So make sure to subscribe to that. Have yourself a phenomenal week. Go sell something. Peace.